There you go. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, so nice to be back with episode number 91 of the Fresh Mondays podcast with your hosts, Diana and Marley. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you, Diana? I'm doing fantastic. I'm pretty excited that it's kind of feeling a little bit better, I guess. I don't know. I feel like a more like it's October's coming. I'm a big fan of fall. You know what I mean? Like the weather starts getting really nice and like, I don't know. I, I, I'm a sucker for this time of year. So it makes me in a good mood. Fall is my shit because there's something about like spring and fall, I think are the best time of year because there's something, there's something romantic or romanticized about that time frame. Is it not? I agree. I agree. I feel like it makes you, you know how, what is it? Cuffing season? Yes. <laughs> Usually starts around this time of year for those of you who are single and starting to take <laughs> people more seriously. It's like, you know, you get that feeling, that warm feeling, like you kind of want to um, snuggle up with someone, especially if you're up north like you are, you know, it's starting yes. to get a little cooler. So oh, it's it, very cold. <laughs> yeah. You don't really, it, like in the summer, it's like, don't touch me. It's too hot. But like, you know, it feels yeah. nice. Yeah, the summer is definitely a don't touch me. This, we can't be cuddled. The comforter can't be on both of us. So we have to be separate. Right now, I feel like we were cheapened out of summer, though. Oh, yeah. I think I think God was like, so 2020 has been a world when I know for you guys, but there's no point in me putting out the sun because you're not outside enjoying it. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, the weather was phenomenal in Miami this whole summer it was so nice it barely rained it was kind of like bizarre I guess you know in the beginning when the quarantine happened and everything started becoming more beautiful again because we weren't mm -hmm. polluting quite as much yeah. and it's like the earth was like thank you you know what I'm saying so it was really <laughs> nice for a while fast forward now it's like the end of the world right. <laughs> and like everything's on fire and like it's fucking sick this is the craziest reality show ever whoever is running this Truman show that we're living in just let go of the button. <laughs> just give us, like, just just let it go. Pull it back. Like, it's weird. But I do think I feel a little bit cheapened out of summer. Like, the bike I've been wanting is finally now available. What is the point of me getting a bike in Massachusetts in the middle of September, October? Yeah, Where am I going? A, that's a cold place, though. Like, you right? live in a super, super, super cold winter environment. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, those little things. Like, I was cheapened out of that experience. Or... Just like I feel like it was much shorter. You're right. It's weird. There's a this this damned if you do, damn if you don't um benefits that have happened with this COVID situation, right? Or like shutdown quarantine. Like you said, pollution wasn't happening because our asses wasn't out here destroying the world. But at the same time, we weren't benefiting from outside the world either. Right. So it's like this whole thing. Um, but I think we've I mean, we've reached a six month point now, by the way. This I've been incredible. six months working from home from this job, which you know I told him I might move. Do you want to go back to the office thing or no? What do you want to do? Um, I don't care. No, I'm, I'm really not. I've done this entire job from home. The day, the week I started this job, I was the first, my only week there. That next Monday, we were working from home officially. So That's crazy. I've been doing the whole job the whole time from home. So. Right being in the office really doesn't matter to me because I figured it out. I've got it done. It's better this way. And it saves them money. It, it saves me money. That's how I see it too. Like I, I, at first I was really rebellious against the working from home thing. 
because I like to get out of my house. That's, I think that's the primary reason why. I, oh, like, yeah. I like change. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do the same thing a lot. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am. But now that I've kind of gotten over that hump, I don't know if I want to do the office thing anymore. Like, there's just so many perks from working from home that it's pretty crazy. Like, you can do laundry. You can kind of, like, start cooking. You put stuff away. You know, you can look like shit. You know, like, those type of things are really priceless sometimes. <laughs> You're like, yo, I really am not looking great today. You know what right, I'm saying? And it's right. like, it's nice to not have to see people. So that's really cool. And you save money. Like, honestly. I can admit that even if you pack lunch sometimes and you go to work, you still go out to, you know, lunch with your coworker sometimes. You know what I'm You'll saying? You'll be so convinced like, that I'm going to go to this. Like, oh, you guys decided that restaurant. Right. You know what? This bologna sandwich is sitting over here. It's not necessary. Right. And I will spend these $30 at this lunch. Yeah. You do random shit like that at work sometimes. You always end up buying either a coffee or a bagel or whatever. All the time. It's like you, you spend stupid money. You spend money on gas. So like those small things do add up eventually. So I like that so far. I'm not sure if this is going to be the way it is forever, but I think it's really cool. And I also like that if this stays this way, you can literally live wherever you want and still have the job that you have. Do you know how priceless that shit is? That's amazing. I 100% agree. Like yesterday I had a conversation with a coworker who I've met once in my entire life. And I was like, you know, Massachusetts is not my forever. I came when I get, um, I came and did what I wanted to get done. And now I have this job. I could move with this job. You guys don't physically need me. I'm doing yeah. successfully. My numbers are up. Everything is, you know, charting for me in a positive way that I can convince these people. Hopefully I can sell myself for moving out of state. Um, my car doesn't need as much gas. My mileage on my car is really low. So that's fantastic. Um, I do miss the human interaction. Like the office place is really, you know, the whole gossipy, the whole, well, people still call you with the gossip, <laughs> even on the, <laughs> even on the work line, but like those small interactions are missed, but we yeah, can make, we can make lunch dates. We can make dinner dates, like, you know, That's with true. your team and stuff like that. We can still work on those team buildings. I do enjoy the working from home. I will say yeah. if you live alone or have less distractions, it's a little bit nicer too. It's not That's the worst. True. Yeah, I feel bad for people who have the kids and the remote learning and all of that. Like, I, I can only imagine the, right. the We're talking of internet that you guys are using in the house. Like, Jesus Everybody Christ. log off! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it must be crazy. I can only imagine. Right. Like, I had um, a family friend. The daughter said she finished school at one, virtual learning, and was done with her homework by, she's like, I was done by homework by 105. So what do you do with your child after 105? Right. If you're working from home and they're supposed to be doing school. You know what's so interesting about this homeschooling thing? I was always very like against kids doing the remote learning because I felt like they were missing that specific social interaction skill that you develop from going to school. I think mm-hmm. that school is life for children in a lot of different ways, not only in education, but like in just development as your character, knowing how to survive, knowing how to build character is part of it. You know what I'm saying? So I was very against this whole approach because I felt like it was going to be detrimental to the future generations. 
not because I didn't think that children shouldn't be safe health-wise, but because mm-hmm. I felt bad for the psychological impact that this could be implying in some children, especially some children don't have safe households. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of layers to it. Aside from that, the what I learned, because I have a friend that has two daughters. One is artsy, really um, eclectic, um, likes music. You know, school is not her jam. You know what I'm saying? Right. But she's like super like pretty and and like visually the type of kid that shouldn't have problems with other kids. You know how kids are. Kids are mean. So -hmm. like if you're attractive, life is sometimes a little easier for you Mm -hmm. when it comes to being in school. Right. So, you know, at, at from the outside, you'll be like, oh, she must love going to school. You know what I'm saying? She's pretty. She's popular, whatever. She hates going to school. However, her younger sister, super extroverted, class clown, popular loves hanging out with all the boys, like real, like tomboyish, great energy type of person. She hates not going to school. school. You see what I'm saying? So these yeah. are two kids going through through different experiences. Funny thing is the introvert is excelling in school in a way that she's never excelled before going mm. to homeschooling. Cause she said, I just want to get school done. Give me my assignments let me do what I got to do. I'll learn at my own pace and I'm done. Let me out of here. <laughs> let me out of here. I don't even want to do that. I want to just get back to my room and be an artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's so interesting that this is teaching us that certain children probably do better with this option. And I wonder if that's something that we're going to really take into account for years to come. Like maybe all children shouldn't go to school in person. In person. You see what I'm saying? I think what... I absolutely understand because I think for myself, I think just like you had worrisome about working from home and like kind of rebelling and so like, mm, I don't know. I have that same for like not being able to get up and go to school. Cause I don't think I would have done my schoolwork in the same fashion as, as I do my, my work like now as an adult. Right. Like I think I would have been completely distracted. If I'm distracted as an adult playing movies in the background and music and moving in this, while working, I can just imagine myself as a teenager with social media, internet, all these things, and being distracted by that. Right. And it, I think it is up to the individual child, up to, especially in teens, I think it's yeah. up to, you can, you know your kid's personality, it's easier to fit. For younger children, I do worry about the social interactions, but what concerns me is that the, the school system was never prepared for any of this any school system of course they're when they do virtual learning which was always an option even for us um yeah but in college was the option you know that was that's when it really came into play was that option i I remember some kids had it in in high school but that's only limited to x amount of kids in your county essentially like they're like oh we only have a hundred kids in the whole county and it's like a special circumstance a lot like you have a badass kid or a very sick child or whatever these situations are. And so the school system's only set up for like, I'm just a hundred maybe, but now to be thrown into all 500,000 in the County that need this and everyone needs a computer, this and this, um, I think it'll help us be prepared for the next time. Right. And maybe they now might lesson, be prepared. Right. Right. they'll be prepared for next year. Okay. 80% of the kids decided they're going to be virtual everybody has like it's going to be easier flowing maybe i don't know i think there should be a a stronger emphasis now of creating better online education for younger students i think that this is what we learned from this 
it's not only because of this whole virus issue, it's because there's a lot more factors into how certain people learn and what's better for certain kids. You know, honestly, I mean, I never went through it, but bullying is a nightmare. You see what I'm saying? And and if your kid is experiencing that on a daily basis, I feel like that child may benefit from learning in a more safe space. You know what I mean? So like, there's a lot of different elements to this. And I think that we learned from this experience. And uh, aside from it being a catastrophe for quite some time, because it took a long time to transition and to make this work. And shout out to anyone in the education system like we we love to talk shit about how this has all been a shit show but come on bro like like you said like no one expected this this is super left field and they had to come up with solutions from one day to the next so shout out to the education system for even kids passed you know kids made it to the next grade kids are starting school again you know what i'm saying like i think everybody passed by the way i I just want to make it clear if your child was in their senior year in 2019, at the end of 20, well, yeah, the end of the 2020 graduating uh, class of semester, yeah. your kid should be in Harvard, in Yale. Everyone was accepting anybody. It was just, it was just put in the application. It was just wow. put them out there. Every child has graduated. Everyone has pushed forward. And that is something we probably will never see again right. in our lifetime. In our lifetime. Right. We would have been popping out here with 4.0 GPAs. <laughs> I know. Every college, I mean, every university. That makes me nervous too. What about skills? What's real life? Professions. Right. You know, like those of people who are getting into fields that your skills matter. I'm not talking about like passing high school and getting into college. No offense, but you know, you can bullshit through high school and still do well in college like it's okay it's a completely different experience so it's like you don't have to be an a student in high school to do well in college all right we know that but if your your profession requires a skill there's certain jobs and certain things that people do professionally that you shouldn't have cheated to do that (laughs) you know what i mean like your your job is really important and i need you to focus (laughs) yeah i need you to know what you're doing you know what i mean oh you're a surgeon i need you to finish kind of important kind of important so you know like little things like that i will say what i what's lucky for teachers i know here teachers actually have to go physically to the school but they're teaching virtually so i think that gives them a little bit sense of normalcy from what i spoke to teacher friends um and that allows the students to see the background and we were always used to be i know parents used to be concerned about school sizing virtual learning is a limited number of kids now So, I mean, it has its benefits. It has its qualms and things like that. Just schedule play dates for your kids, I think, is the best idea. I think that's what homeschool people used to do all the time anyways. They have separate homeschool stuff. It's happening. It still happens? Recess? I don't know if recess still happens. One of the kids I know said he still got to go outside and play with his mask on, with his friends. I said, all right. As long as you're being physical and not whatever. I guess it is. So shout outs to all those kids and shout outs to all the parents. We are sending you, and teachers, we are sending you lots of love, lots of uh, support out there for whatever you guys need. For sure. And you know what else is interesting? Speaking of social media, but I know that everybody's been noticing that uh, the Cardi and Offset divorce has hit the waves. And I feel like the timing is pretty fucked up for Cardi because really? like she, yeah not because she decided to get divorced but because just two weeks ago 
um, she had that back and forth with Candace Owens about, you know, her mm-hmm. views and Candace's views. Mm-hmm. And her response was more so like, um, you know, focus on your cheating husband type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That was kind of like her clapback. And then ironically, the timing is so fucked up for her personal life that it's like she actually is going through a divorce. You know what I mean? So I felt like in my mind, I'm like, fuck, like everyone is going to be like, I guess that WAP ain't that serious now, huh? You know what I right. mean? Like, you know what I mean? So it's they're like. They're going to use it against her. Exactly. For her music. Like, yeah, they're going to you're going to place it against her when you're in reality. You're like, we kind of knew Offset for a long time, guys. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. If you didn't see it coming, you knew it. But you saw that she tried. I think I've, I've been, like I've been in a situation where you're like literally trying for somebody, and they just keep fucking it up. And so I don't know what Offset did this wrote this last time. I don't know if it was public, but that's an interesting take of where you'd be like, "Damn it, you prove people like exactly people are gonna use it. You prove people right or like, yeah, I got that." I really don't think they should have ever got married, in my opinion. Um, I think when he first married her, it was right so early into, I don't know how long they've been dealing with each other, so I can't speak on that. But based on what was publicly announced in regards to the relationship, it felt very fast. I was like, you guys are getting married already? I think it was when and she like, got was, pregnant or something like that. They were married when they found out she was pregnant, I think. I think they got married when she, yeah, when they so it seems like early on to her pregnancy. It was very early into her career, too. I think it's you know very what I mean? Dominican parent kind of thing in the background, saying you have to be married and have this kid. How small, like, like, her parents probably were really, like, pushing that. Maybe. I just maybe. thought that, like, I maybe just felt, culture-wise. I looked at it like he was scooping up the hottest artists out in there. The world. And I want no one else to get her. And I feel like... And I don't mean that because he's a monster, but I feel like men do that. When men don't want their women to be shared, like they'll do the most to like claim Tory the, the woman. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like a man will do the most to claim you. You know what I'm saying? So I feel right. like he did the most to claim her so that no one else could get Cardi because Cardi, fast forward, is the biggest artist. You don't have to like her. You don't mm-hmm. have to agree. But the point is that she is the biggest artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like... I think that he did it because he knew it was a smart move to scoop her now before somebody else did. That's how I viewed their relationship, but who cares? Who am I? But like, the understanding I, of what a marriage actually is. Like, not putting in consideration the reality of what it is. Yeah, and I feel like they got, I really hope they got a prenup. Um, Ooh, child, I hope. Really hope they got a prenup. Because you're right, compared to when she got married to where she is now, it's a whole different scale. 100. It's a whole different scale. And that's where, for women, for just people in general, if you're aware of the trajectory of your career or the possibilities, if you're in something like this, having a prenup or having some sort of backup, so having that is important. Because you never yeah. know. Now, never know. I'm a basic general person. I don't have a prenup. A prenup is not thoughtful to me right now. But if I begin to start a business, go in that direction, I might possibly need a prenup. I think would be having a prenup would be the best option for me to protect that. Because if I created something on my own, I should protect that. I am. I've always, I'm a very, um, I'm a very practical person. So the way that my brain functions is based on 
decision-making skills that things that are way good and bad and things that make sense and don't make sense. And I, mm-hmm. the reason I, I share that is because that's how I think about when it comes to everything in my life. So to some, it kind of comes across like, oh, she's, she's cold or she's calculated or she's, you know, a Capricorn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So it's like, that's how I decide things in life. So even when it comes to my romantic life, I think of it that way as well. So to me, it's not offensive for a person to say, it's important for us to understand what will happen if we Mm -hmm. decide to no longer be together. Not because I'm saying that I don't love you and I don't want to be with you forever, but because if it doesn't always, I mean, history has proven that sometimes things don't work. Don't happen. Yeah. And you need to know what's going to happen if that is what happens. It's kind of like getting flood insurance for your house. Like you don't, you're not going to have a flood, but if there is a flood, <laughs> you need insurance. How. Right. <laughs> so it's like, period. That's life. So I, I think, I hope she got a prenup. I also hope that with the Cardi brand, there's a change and that she stops being used for her platform. Mm. I think that a lot of her sexuality is being pimped to market things and Mm. it's like every time I see her her ass is out every time I see her she's like being super explicit she has a new song coming out with like these two Spanish artists now I don't remember their names and like the 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 flyer or the digital work for it is like her ass out and the other bitch's ass out and the guy's like fully clothed and I'm like why is this still happening because they're using her. Like, if right. it was just her, we'd be like, okay, this is a Cardi. Because I think the outfit is the same one from the WAP video. So you're like, why are you recycling these images? I noticed that. So, and I don't know, I don't know if she paid it, but I see where you, I thought the same thing. Like, almost you're being used for right. the success of this, not because, I mean, you're still Cardi at the end of the day, but they're utilizing that hit to bring on the rest of it, not because it's just you that are your bringing Yeah, and I, and I also think that, and I get it, like she has a style and a music style, 100% I understand, but I'm one of those people that I believe that females should graduate from one level to the next. And I don't think it's necessary for her to still conduct herself as a person that her only value is her ass. You know what I mean? It's like, she was gradually getting out of that too when it became to like the the magazines and the fashion weeks and things like she right. was gradually progressing out of that i guess stripper mode thing but as she, and, and getting older also was gradually so and i get what you're saying and being yeah. a mom at the same time no judgment i get it that's like what's popular right now and everybody's all about the that's the feminine power whatever but <laughs> i just I personally, I want better for women. And I feel like at times when I see things like that, I'm like, this is exploitation. Like this is 100% you're being exploited and they're using you Mm -hmm. and they're using you and all these fuck politicians are using you. You see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it's like, it's such a bizarre time to even see that she gets the type of exposure that she gets at times and she's being used. Yeah. And she probably is probably so much thrown at her that she doesn't know how to differentiate what is being used and what is the reality or what's actual or what's beneficial for her or what she truly believes in or participates in or or wants to be included a part of so I can imagine that I get it but in regards to the divorce I see a lot of you gentlemen posting if Jada did it what's wrong with Offset 
I just want to make it clear. These are two different things. <laughs> if Jada did it, what's wrong with Offset? Jada wasn't cheating. There was a mutual agreement of an open relationship, and she found one. Offset, I believe, is probably out here in these streets doing his damn thing. That's the difference. Don't compare the two. Right, and I, and I think it's really unfair to compare any relationship to any relationship, period. Because right. whatever rules Will and Jada have in place for their dynamic is their rules for their marriage and whatever rules Cardi and Offset had were their rules and their understanding. I feel like it's extremely ignorant to even bring up <laughs> another person's marriage when it comes to your marriage. Like, it's like, those are two worlds. It has nothing to do with whether or not they're famous. It's like, if Will and Jada are into like, having sex with younger people from time to time because they've been together for fucking 30 <laughs> years that is their relationship that doesn't mean that other marriages can now use that as an example you know what i mean it's like everyone's life is different like that's so it's like same, I don't, we don't have the same playbook we all go by different playbooks when it comes to our marriages and relationships 100 percent. that's like when people compare like when you assume someone's life is so great on instagram but in reality they don't even own that car <laughs> they just rented that apartment for the weekend like those like the reality is that everyone's life and relationships are completely separate and what they showcase so you many and show people you. that i know i know in real life that actually i know them you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and it's like when i see their ig i'm like bro this is not <laughs> you like this is crazy like it blows my mind i'm like you're a professional fraud artist like this is crazy <laughs> Like, it's incredible. Like, it's sick. Fuck. Like, I know people that are unemployed. Unemployed. No <laughs> job. Nothing. And they out here stunting with fucking DK Lambros. I'm like, Lambos? Like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, this is a crazy lie. Like, it's just people are fraud as fuck. <laughs> Seriously. No, it's true. I've seen those kind of people sometimes I just skip past. I'm like, I'm not even going to help you in this like. Just gonna oh, keep I, I on definitely don't like it. Shit. Definitely scrolling. Like it shit. Keep on moving. Speaking of, have you seen the social dilemma on What's Netflix? That? No, I have not seen that. Um, where it breaks down kind of likes and comments and engagements and those kind of things. Guys, I understand. Okay, for me, the movie was good. The documentary was good. It's informative, right? Um, it hits the points on all these things. And you'd be like, yeah, if you work in the digital space, most of it, you'll be like, yeah, of course. I kind of, I knew that, or I get that, or I could see how that happened, or I always thought that was the thing. And now I see it. That's what you'll get. If you're a person who's just a digital user, like just an Instagram user, like it's not your everyday life. It's not something you do for work. You'll be like most people that I know, completely in shock, thrown out, of, thrown out of your chair, can't believe this. But I just want you to give you the reality. The graphics, the minority report looking at shit that they give you in there is not how people send ads engagement. <laughs> it's not how they, um, it's not how we find you when we want to send you an ad. It's not how that works. We, I physically don't look into your phone all day. Like there's certain things, but it is a good um, movie 
to sh kind of showcase how young kids can be attached to social media, how people's lifestyles, how things people are doing can affect you, and how the creators of these digital spaces put that into account, the psychology of what digital media or the internet or social can do to your life. Right. So, and that's why even just people being frauds can really have an impact on someone in reality, like someone's reality perspective, like thinking that person, that's what they do every day. So when they run into you, they expect to see the Lamborghini right next to you. Yeah, or, or like it also like gives that. you a false understanding of what life is. Because it's like, right. if you're seeing all of these glamorous things happening on that, that this is the problem with social media frauds. Because it's like, you're portraying something that's giving people a false, a false understanding of life. And now we're getting back to the topic of kids. Kids don't understand that this is fake. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's such a crazy um time right now mm -hmm. so it's like we understand that all of this shit happens and these type of documentaries like the one on netflix gives you kind of like a peek into information that i guess since you're under a rock you don't realize that this is happening because this is just it's been happening been ever happening. since google gave out that warning to us like 10 years ago that they said that they're going to use all of our data and that if you want to use their search engine, that this is what's going to happen. They, they've mm -hmm. been told us this yeah. like yeah. 10 fucking years ago. So it's like, all right, now people are getting woke. But this, is, this has been happening for quite some time. And the problem is that people are so uncomfortable that marketing is psychological. And yes. approaching people is based on habits and is based on data that seems racist or seems targeted or seems sexist because that is psychology. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's all tied in together and it's a big mind fuck. So it's like when people finally accept it, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe they're targeting me because I'm a Hispanic Latina in this age group and they assume that I like tacos. But the point is that because you clicked all... on everything else also that matches it. You're in a Facebook exactly. group about tacos. You don't get this. Exactly. I literally put in the word interest tacos and there you are in that Facebook group. Yeah. Like you're going to get it. That's why people, one of my, one of my friends was like, Oh, now I understand why you do marketing and so good at it because your bachelor's is in sociology. I said, yeah, the study of people. That's it. When you like something, I know how to find it. And if I call Experian and say, Hey, this is the type of people I'm looking for even before social media, they would give me your contact. That's how you get direct mail, my friends. There's just things like these things of, oh, your data has always been readily available when you were using your credit card prior to social media. That's how telemarketers called you. Like there's all these layers of things, right? But you have to be self-conscious of the things that you do and what you use and not be superly shocked and surprised. Right. You get things because you as a user are plugging you're activating these other additional things to come your way mm -hmm. the great part about the end of that movie at the end all these experts and developers who've created these things give you suggestions at the end of how to kind of protect yourself or how to change your time frame like setting turn off all your notifications you don't need to see that right that's an endorphin like when you see that you get hyped up the number right. of likes they're like turn it off um, one guy, a, the Google developer said, oh, I don't use Google anymore because it saves everything. I started using this platform to do my searches on. 
like they start giving you informative things so that you can back away and detach yourself and start growing from that. Correct. So it's interesting. And, and also coming to the understanding that this is something that we are all addicted to and you have to learn how to take yourself off of the addiction because there's a huge dopamine release every time you are on social media. Mm-hmm. This is why we check it 17 times in an hour mm-hmm. when we're not doing anything because we're bored And therefore, when you are bored, you look for stimulants and the dopamine that you get from this shiny contraption showing you pictures of things that are really pretty is giving us like a a, a carrot dangling effect. You know what I'm saying? So it's just accepting that and knowing that you need to be responsible enough to say, hey, I need to put the phone down. You know what I'm saying? Like, take ownership here, ladies and gentlemen, like it is what it is. But um, anywho, let's let's talk about something before the whole world became like this, like the good old 90s. The good old 90s. So recently I was on social media Mm -hmm. and Kevin Hart, there was a clip of Kevin Hart saying that he's going to do um, the reboot and remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. If you guys don't know this movie, it's from the 80s. Um, I can't really remember the, I think Steve Martin's one of the actors, all white actors, but it's a hilarious movie, um, that I enjoyed, like, watching with my dad, right? Or, like, What About Bob? That's another one. Back when movies were, like, funny, funny. Were, like, inappropriately funny, and your parents still let you sit there and watch it, like, (laughs) (laughs) right? Because you're, then you think about it, my parents were kind of young at the time, so my dad's cracking up at something that he doesn't realize his child is watching, so I think that's the life I grew up so I enjoy these 80s inappropriate movies. Um, and so I started thinking about all these movies and shows and all these things that are coming back from the 90s that are our personal favorites um, that are now being rebooted or rebranded or re-revived is another part, um, which I don't know the difference between a reboot or revive, but they're happening. Coming back to life. Um, and so I wanted to kind of get our thoughts on this because I loved the nineties. I think we had fantastic movies and shows compared to, I, I, we sound like old people, but compared to what the kids have now, mm-hmm. I think our TV shows and movies and those kind of things were very well, like real edgy, real, like pushed it kind of, you know, made sense for us. So, and there was also less options, so we all watched the same shows, which helps. Because, that does help. you know what I'm saying? We were watching it on television live. <laughs> we had to stop and sit. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to run 7 home. p.m., you know what I mean? Like PGIF Friday was happening, right. Right? right? So I just wanted to go through a couple of things that are coming back and previously came back. Um, and just kind of catch our thoughts on it. So, Boy Meets World was rebooted a couple years ago with Girl Meets World. That was on Disney. I watched it. It was good. (laughs) Topanga and Corey still had a baby, and it was about their Sean was still there. It was still that. That was great. So, shout out to Disney on that. That was cute. That was cute. It worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, Sister Sisters being rebooted, Mm. which I thought was interesting. It doesn't specify how, when, and where. It was cute. I wonder if Roger is going to come back. (laughs) <laughs> everybody liked roger what was the group that he was in in real uh, life immature immature marcus immature was houston, guys i mean he's marcus houston <laughs> marcus houston had a good 2000s run though he did really well 
and he's now he's 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 behind the scenes now he does movies and he produces and stuff like that i like hearing those type of stories that people keep growing nice their career we had a uh, full house came back back on netflix called fuller, fuller house, house. Mm-hmm. i've never watched it very cute very wholesome um i have a nostalgic relationship with full house like that was like something really special to me when i was a kid mm-hmm. it inspired me to want to move to san francisco when i was a kid like i felt like it was a dream to live there because their family looks so nice but yeah nostalgia um fresh prince of bel-air is coming back but this time in a dramatic dark or not dark but just dramatic yeah. direction there was a trailer that was they, out there right and some guy just put it on his own money, did his own thing, and made a trailer. And Will Smith picked it up and got it a TV show for two seasons. To, to know Will's life before he moved to Bel-Air, right? Before and when they go to Bel-Air also, but in a dramatic sense, which I thought was, I like that idea. I think it's a great idea. Because they said, mentioned that there's approaches within the show that if they were in a dramatic sense, it'd still work. Instead of the, like his time in school, that transition from going from a Philly kid to being in a private school, you know, was it Catholic, I think, or like, no, it was just a prep peppy, Yeah. Right? Like that change in dynamic, being an all star kind of thing. And then technically, him and Carlton really didn't like each other. Right. I was watching someone break down that part. I'm pretty excited because Fresh Prince of Bel Air is an uh, American classic. You know, yes. it's one of the best sitcoms ever. And Will Smith is the golden boy for us. Like, he could do no wrong. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. anything associated with him is going to be successful. So I, I feel this is going to be a success. I think so, too. Um, it's on a different streaming platform. We're just going to have to keep signing up for these shits or sharing <laughs> passwords. <laughs> because it's going to be a lot. Um, Safe by the Bell has been rebooted. Or it's coming up. There's already a trailer for it. I I don't know about this. I think the char- some of the the older the original characters will be there, but it's like new kids. I mean, they did the college years. You know, we we saw that. Did we all watch the college years? Like, not, did we really stick the whole way through? Not the way we watched the <laughs> early years. You see what I'm saying? But the point is, there's never going to be another Zach and Kelly. There's never going to be another Slater and Jesse. There's Lisa Turtle. Be- Lisa Turtle there isn't and it's like my thing is that type of writing back in the day when we used to watch Saved by the Bell was borderline cheesy and I think like borderline cheesy doesn't work anymore no because social media like borderline cheesy doesn't work social media also has to be included in it and I don't think it'll work the same when I'll never forget this episode there's several episodes of Saved by the Bell I have right here in my head Mm -hmm. right like when Jessie starts taking, is in the girl group, and she wants to take the pills, and she starts screaming, I'm so excited. <laughs> and she's mm-hmm. like singing. How do you recreate that? Well, right. I mean, you can with pills and teens. But like... I don't know. It's just not the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same. And Zach was like always away with all kinds of shit. And it's like, now what, he's going to get arrested? Because it's right. real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to have to go to jail. So it's like... There's a lot of things that I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I want to preserve how beautiful Saved by the Bell used to be. And I don't want it to be destroyed with like these little idiots that might be the new characters. I think that's the thing with a lot of these. Like you want to preserve what it was, right? Like rebooting is just like, what's the point of this? 
right? Like make it original, make it, I think what for me, what's missing and whoever's running the Hollywood world, there's a lot of originality missing. Whoever the original people who made this, right? Like had real creative mind, but really like free thought, like what if this life was like this, like, or whatever. Like originality is missing in a lot of things. Same like we were saying frauds on Instagram. Everything is just a big fraud. Um, just a couple more. Uh, Daria, the cartoon from MTV, is being rebooted. Why? It was so good. They don't need is to it? do that. You can still watch the old Darias. They were great. Really? I haven't seen it. Yeah, you I can. I'll tell you how, because I saw it the other day. So, yeah. I'll start really? It. And Daria was pretty fucking cool, by the way, as a cartoon. And she was just, like, chill. She didn't give no shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it super emo. Um, Licky Mag- Lizzie McGuire, Punky Brewster is wow. a throwback. Very um, and Animaniacs was on this <gasps> list. My <laughs> and- favorite cartoon ever. No, don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Animaniacs is inappropriate as fuck. It is. It's mass subliminal, low key shit. But it is so good at the it's same so time. It was good when we were younger, and it was good like if i watched two episodes recently it's on hulu the whole thing yeah it is i was like i was watching this my mom has no idea but this is great i was trying to convince um my boyfriend's younger son to watch animaniacs with me because i was like look i want you to like learn about the cartoons i used to fuck with you know what i mean so (laughs) we were putting it on and the quality was so low that he's like oh i can't even watch this you know what i'm saying like they're so spoiled with With my cousin's kids i said why we keep watching this anime let's put on animaniacs and they were like what is this Yo, and when one of the Animaniacs was doing the country thing, when he starts calling every country around the world, I was so happy. He's like, I don't understand what's happening here. I was like, whatever. Um, Just very quickly, Bewitched, uh, The Jetsons. These are older than 90s, if you guys don't know that. The Nanny um, are all also on the list of things that are being rebooted. Damn, but if The Jetsons come back and they show us more about the future... I'm nervous because the Jetsons taught us everything that's happening right now. Like all of it happened on the Jetsons. (laughs) Everything happened on the Jetsons before 2020, by the way. This shit is old as hell. And we've been seeing the Jetsons teaching us and schooling us on the future. So now if the Jetsons come out now, they're going to tell us about what 2040 is going to be like. Mind blown. (laughs) The Jetsons were way ahead of their time. No, they told um, us everything. They had I think everything. flying cars is kind of sort of the only thing missing, but it's on point. And the only reason we're not having flying cars is because there's a reason why. Because we can do it. Obviously. I think so. I think Obviously. we can reach that point. We can reach there. Um, and so those, those are just the list of things I have. I'm excited for the Fresh Prince, mostly. Right off the bat. Like, I'm excited to see what that looks like. Um, do you think that... I don't know if they'll keep the 90s style. Like clothing like will smith like really put it on mainstream media the 90s look style jordan you see what color wave ish kind of thing i'm glad you brought that up what i miss about the 90s shows is that martin um yes saved by the bell uh fresh prince 
all of these shows, they were allowed to do fashion the way they wanted to and wore the clothing that they wanted to and the Jordans they wanted to and whatever was in style because they didn't have the stupid rules that they have now that you can't wear brands on shows. Right. So you it looked so saying? real and it feel, yes. felt so, it felt so like home. It was authentic. And like a lot and of the authentic. things- and a lot of the things that you learned how to dress or choose was because of what you saw on TV. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like when he had like a, a fresh pair of Jordans that just came out, like that was iconic for us. Cause we'd be like, Oh shit, he got the new Jordans. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, you will want to go out and convince your parents to buy you these exclusive sneakers because they can, but now like you don't see exclusive sneakers on sitcoms and shows because there's a they contract that has to yeah. be signed. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's so different. It is very, like, almost like in Clueless, the movie, everything was so branded, so big and grand, and they're talking about remaking that too, but how does that work in the same fashion? Because she set a style that right. no one, like, knew that was happening on the West Coast. Like, it was happening in the West Coast, but now the whole country knows, and the East Coast, you were like, we got to get the preppy girl, clueless <laughs> kind of thing, right? Like, style was a major in the 90s major major and so how do they set the standard now with these reboots because that's what those shows were, were doing for us yeah that's definitely what they were doing for us um i'm excited for those kind of things i'm not a big fan of movies being remade i never watched jumanji the new one i've never watched jurassic park the new ones it, the jurassic park was trash jumanji was was good but uh jurassic park was fucking atrocious and i was very disappointed all of like, them because there's like several well, new ones no especially i don't know which one was this one but the one i think it's called jurassic world and okay. uh they i guess like the the characters like the young guy that was married and got divorced that a bunch of girls have a crush on i have no idea what his name is right now but that specific one was such garbage i'm like wow you destroyed this fucking movie like this movie <laughs> is like this movie was the shit and like yeah destroyed it I don't like when they do that. I think some things should be left alone. Like, for example, one of my favorite movies of all time is E.T. And that movie is special to me. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's beautiful and Elliot. You know what I mean? Like, it's just <laughs> beautiful movie. And little and baby Drew Barrymore. Like, yes. <laughs> leave it yes. alone. <laughs> I, you see, if that movie comes back, like, Steven Spielberg did such a phenomenal job with that movie. And it's like, I don't know if anyone can ever do that again. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I think us, as the people who grew up with it, hold it close and dear to our heart. Hollywood and the people who own the shits and the rights can get less, and they're just trying to make another dollar off the next generation, mm -hmm. right? When Ghostbusters came out as women, my dad's like, that's trash. <laughs> he's like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I can understand. And I said, I understand, Dad. Mm -hmm. He's like, leave it alone. And I was like, you got it, sir. I was like, I'm not even watching it anyways. But I get it because to him, that original Ghostbusters was the shit. Right. And y'all just touching things that like, you know, Trading Places, these Eddie Murphy movies, um, uh, Beverly Hills Cops, those kind of things hold their original, original yeah. and hold a place in other people. Oh, wait, wait. Is it coming to America going to be uh, remade as well? It is coming back with the original cast. Okay. So I'm a little bit more open to that yeah. because new people is the problem. <laughs> Girl, if I can tell you how many times I've seen that movie, 
I will. I'm telling you, every time it's on, I watch it. Yeah. I love that movie. That and Pretty Woman. Oh, Pretty Woman. Every time. See, you see these '90s, like you think about pr- Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, I haven't seen in a minute. In a minute, that I will. I will not say that I still watch. But oh, Pretty, Woman. Pretty Woman and Coming to America, I every time. Love I watch it. it. Anything Julia Roberts, actually. Yeah, I love Julia Roberts and Eddie Step-mom? Murphy. It was great. Yeah. Stepmom my shit. I anyway. cry. Oh, every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. By the way, saw that movie like as a teenager, like when it originally came out, and then as an adult, that shit is different, people. You get it. You get what they're going through in that movie. As two women divorced, the new mom, like it changes your whole life perspective. It's fantastic. Um, so that's what we have on the list of 90 nostalgia. Um, maybe we'll bring the segment up once again because constantly things are coming back up and re rebooted. And so... Yeah. But the to- older you get, the more you realize that things just get recycled. Fashion gets recycled. Things that are in style gets recycled. It's just life. Like, we were, we were wearing chokers when we were pretty young and, like, chokers came back. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that came back. The wide-leg boyfriend jeans came back. And, yes. You know, the baggy style came back. Feli came back, guys. Feli, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I was not expecting that one, so like, you know, things come back, and that's just the way it is. And like, the younger kids now wearing clothing, crop tops, and stuff like that, like, that was very 90s. Very 90s. Also, I think I was watching some Instagram reels where kids were finding their mom's like 90s vintage, like, shoes and purses, like, in their mom's stuff, like, their moms are 90s women right? They're probably, like, in their early 40s, and so they're, like, finding their mom's things, and I was, like, yo, that was dope back then, like, even our parents, our moms, they tell us all the time, they're, like, oh, I used to wear that when I was your age, <laughs> right? look at that, you know what I mean, so, yeah, it happens all the time. So, nostalgia is great all the time, though. I think it's, it puts, it makes you feel better, especially in a time like this, nostalgia makes you feel really good when you get a time to, like, just remember and think back and all that stuff, um, but, yeah, looking forward to a lot of these and not looking forward to these and we'll see what happens from there um and so before we leave any recommendations for this week yes actually i have one um i've been binge watching uh pretty little liars wow <laughs> i know i know i never seen it before so i was like you know what i have to take the time to watch this so i've been binge Me watching neither. it there's so many episodes it's fucking nuts but um, I don't know. It's something good to watch. It's one of those things that's good to watch while you're at work. Oh, okay. Because you know yeah. how sometimes you just boom, 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 and you have something playing sometimes, and like when you're doing busy work, it's good to watch during work. It's one of those shows. The and, benefits uh, of working from home. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean, Pretty Little Liars. I don't know what it is about it. It's kind of an addictive show because it's like a murder mystery, so you always want to know the next chapter type of vibe. So I think that that's pretty good. And I finally saw the whole season of. Um, P Valley on Stars. Stop right there. Stop right there. Cause I'm on episode seven and I started Oof. screaming. <laughs> I started busting out laughing and screaming at a certain part. Mm-hmm. Cause somebody was getting caught and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was one o'clock in the morning. I had to close it. I had to go to bed because I had to catch sleep. But I how much finish. how much do you love Little Murder? Is my question. Love him. I love him so much. Okay, (laughs) I fucking love him. Oh my god, I fucking love him. 
love him. <laughs> love him. Yes. Okay. I love him. Let me tell I you love something. love story, and I don't want to fuck it up for nobody. Watch it. <laughs> That's why I was like, yes. Um, the yeah. characters are fantastic, though. The characters are just everything about them. Characters are fantastic. It is. It's very. It's a good. I'm surprised. Mercedes is beautiful and is like I get her. She yeah. just right. Her mama. I would have mm-hmm. done the same damn thing. <laughs> right. Um, Uncle Clifford is a character, but oh. is genuine. It is like Uncle Clifford is great. Okay, girl, makes me laugh, girl. You <laughs> understand? Every time he says something, I be cracking the fuck up with him. He's hilarious, dying laughing. And um, am I crooked? Eye, crooked eye. Eye. What? <laughs> there you Mississippi. go, Mississippi. Yeah. She is adorable. I was watching that she used to be like on the box of the relaxer. Oh, okay. That was like her little modeling gig. She's very, she's on very pretty. Adorable. Yeah, very pretty. Adorable. All of those characters. I will finish that this weekend. I'm committed. Guys, watch it. It's good. It's and short. It's, it's short. It's good. And also, it kind of, um, for those of us who were in environments where strip clubs is kind of normal, especially in Miami, it's very part of the culture here. Um, it kind of reminds you of those nights when you were younger and you would go hang out at strip clubs. Because it's yeah. like there's a vibe <laughs> that you can only get at a strip club and it's actually really entertaining. You see what I'm saying? So it kind of reminds you of that, especially now that we're not doing stuff like that. Sidebar, strip clubs are open in Miami. However, other things aren't. This is the weirdest place in the world. <laughs> but <laughs> you can't catch COVID from bitches doing no. lap dances on you, apparently. But you can't. <laughs> But you can catch COVID in every other situation. So, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Awesome recommendation. That was my recommendation for the week, although I didn't finish it. So, y'all catch up on P-Valley. Pretty Little Liars. Hope you find out who A is. I think that's what the whole thing is. Hey, girl, you know. I've seen like like four episodes of the the first season when it came out. Okay. So, but I think I just cheated and went to, to Wikipedia and just learned at the end. Don't tell me. No, no, I'm way too committed. I've done way too many episodes right now. You do your thing, girl. (laughs) You do your thing. Um, As always, don't forget to follow us at Fresh Mondays Podcast on Instagram, Fresh Mondays Podcast on Facebook. Uh, You can email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me at lovemarley, L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore on Instagram. You can follow Diana at... I am Diana C underscore. That's I am Diana C underscore. Hit us up at any time if you guys want to collaborate, be a part of the conversation, or just show us some love. Make sure to subscribe so you can get that notification whenever that new episode comes out. Yes, yes. And as always, we hope you guys have a great Monday.